नम सर्वे हरिओं अद्वैत चिंतन वर्गे स्वागत वक्रतुंड महाकाय सूर्यकोटिप्रभा निर्विघ्न कुरमे देव सर्व्यु शंकर शंकराचार्य केशव पादरायण सूत्रभाष्यकृत वंदे भगवतनःश्वर गुरुरात्मी मुक्तिद विभागिने व्योमेहाय दक्षिणा मुक्त नम ओं नम परमर्षिभ्यो नम परमर्षिभ्य नयना भगनी शांतिमंत्र नयना भगनी ओम सहना सहनौ गुणस्तु सह वीर पर्वाह तेजस्वीनावती समस्तु मिषावह ओम शांति 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 नमो नमः धन्यवाद भगनी अपरोक्षानुभूति प्रथम श्लोक चांदनी भगनी ललिता भगनी कैन यू सी द स्क्रीन या या आई कैन सी ओके आई कैन सी द स्क्रीन या ओके प्लीज शांत श्री श्रीहरि परमानंदमेष्टारमीश्वर व्यापक सर्वोकाभूतिर्भ प्रोच्यते मोक्ष सिद्ध सद्भिव प्रयत्न धन्यवाद that question was then i when we said it is our own happiness that is getting reflected on the objects and we are what we are realizing is our own happiness so the person asked me the question if that is the case why are we feeling unhappiness and other emotions when we have some objects which we interact in our daily life in any anybody can answer that or anybody want to see what is the answer that feeling also is from our zone mahodaya that's uh, whether it's happiness or uh, dukham whatever it is it's generated from our zone 
the object as but, per se is not the object as per se is not giving us any happiness or uh, you know dukkha but it's the feeling in us which is creating that the same object may give happiness to someone the same object may give a dukkha feeling of sadness to someone else so it is inherent in us not in the object right what do you say shobha so, bhagini what is your take on it ah uh, yeah that is correct mahodaya uh, because objects as such don't have any emotions it is our own uh, perception it is the perceived happiness or unhappiness with uh, any given object and uh, that happens according to our own uh, state of mind uh, when it comes to vasanas and uh, the three gunas and our own prarabdha and all that mm-hmm. uh so one object can bring happiness to one and the same object can bring unhappiness to another be it a person or a incident or uh, any perception that may be okay chandu mohya what is your take on it some of that i agree with bhagini like it's it's uh, anand or happiness is not coming from the object Uh, but i cannot say whether it's like a sense uh, happiness or it's atma happiness uh, really i cannot distinguish or i'm not able to explain that one uh, but uh, yeah, definitely it's not a object with use of happiness thank you what about lalita bagani your your view on that uh, yeah uh, see uh, actually the real happiness is not in the external materialistic things at all it is the inner happiness and we ourselves are happiness personified mm mm-hmm. so there is um, there is no question of seeing happiness out the, it is in inner happiness which matters yeah then why do we feel sad or sorry or some some objects or some incidents give us sad, unhappiness or sorrow we, we are not supposed to be feeling sad or uh happy at any there should not be any nothing should affect us come what me like that is the stage we must reach try to reach okay chandri bagni uh i'm uh objects uh, cannot give us happiness like earlier it says that it is our liking or our vasna towards that object which is making it feel attractive because after some time that same object does not give us a similar happiness we've already moved to another one hmm you can enjoy the object but basically don't get attached to it or become a slave of it okay mohdaya may i add some one more thing when everyone is done let chandri bagni finish it Yeah, that's right. what. When everyone yeah. is done, right. I would like to say. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's why uh, we should not depend on objects for our happiness because they themselves keep changing, and what we are looking is for permanent happiness. So you cannot get it from impermanent things. Okay. Yeah. Please go ahead. Shobha Bhagni, what is it you want to add? Uh, well, uh, basically, at the root of it all, it comes from this feeling of separation. from the atman brahman mm. that uh, we are separate mm. from brahman mm. so that is the root cause of 
all of this. So when we attain to that state where we uh, see that we are Brahman, we live as Brahman, then uh, everything will be within us and there is nothing that will make us happy or unhappy. Okay. Now the word which we discussed was based on the Vaishiga Jadavat. We based from where the topic came. How the Vishayaka Jada can give happiness or sorrow. Happiness and sorrow as what we perceive in our day-to-day -day experience is a relative impulse felt by the mind and that is not the Soruba Ananda. Now the Soruba Ananda cannot be depending upon either the subject or the object because it is a nature. Like it is the nature of the fire to be bright, light and heat or any object like the space to be you know, Akasha space occupying everything or giving space for everything also. That nature is what is and it cannot be experienced as an experience per se. At the same time, what we perceive as happiness through the objects and reflected as happiness of our because of the Upanishad Vakya Atmanastu Kamaya Sarvam Priyam Bhavati It is because of the your, dear, your Atma is dearer to you everything becomes dearer to you that in that walk in that statement there is two hidden meanings lying in it one is that Atma and Kama now Atma cannot have Kama. Atmanastu Kama Ayasarvam Priyam Bhavati. Right? Atma is a Swarupa and Swarupatvam Asti Chet. If the, when there is in Swarupa, there cannot be a desire because desire can happen only for things other than itself. So that being said, the Atma Sukham cannot be desired if one knows what is the Atma Sukham or what is Atmasukam means what happens with the object giving happiness and sorrow is basically it is our mind which is playing the game with the karma what is desired when we attain we feel happiness the happiness what we feel is not on the object as you all said it is felt inside what happens at that time is that <coughs> the karma which was disturbing in the mind subsides because it has met with its goal so for that momentary period where the, that attainment has happened the karma or the desire in the mind as an impulse or the, or the vritti in the mind subsides and what we experience is 
the reflection of the happiness of ours, but we superimpose it onto the event or the object. And we say that the sweet gave me happiness or being in presence of somebody gave me happiness or some event gave me happiness is all because of the superimposition of that desire which was causing the anxiety or the eagerness to achieve the desired result meets with the result and subsides. Now what happens in the case of unhappiness or sorrow is that same type of desire is there but a desire which is which cannot be fulfilled at that time what happens when the desire doesn't meet the expectation the desire doesn't subside it creates an agitation in the mind and that agitation of the mind is being observed by the observer and that is what it is creating the anger or hatred or unhappiness or sorrow or misery. Because that vritti doesn't subside because it has not met with what the expectation was. Because everything is basic based on the expectation we have from an event or an object. We forget for the time being that objects are not under our control. They are independent as entity, just as we are independent, the objects are also independent and they have the independent role to play in the nature. When that happens, what, what we with our desire want to modify or change the situation or expect the object or the event to meet our desired levels of happiness or requirement. When that doesn't happen, the, the manovritti cannot subside. It keeps agitating in the mind because it has not met with its goal. This is the, the time when the sorrow is being felt. Actually, the, so the experience is not of the sorrow of the object or the event. It is the sorrow or the, or the unhappiness existing in our mind that is being experienced. So that can be only understood and reduced only if we accept that expectations or the desired result to change the object or the events outside the world is not the way to meet with happiness. Things will come the way it has to come. If you touch fire, it has to burn you. Same way, if you touch ice, it will it will chill your skin. So objects per se has got their own nature to behave as per the creation. But if we we want a, a event or a, a an incident to result in our happiness, but our expectations are not as per the result which can be given by the incident, we become unhappy. Is it now understood? The difference? Mahudeya, can I ask a follow-up question on that? Sure. Okay, if you are saying there is a vritti which is created when you see an object, right. But if, if you maintain that self-composure and you don't have a desire and you don't form a vritti, uh, do you, is it the complete bliss or what is it exactly? 
you say when when the uh, desire is fulfilled the vritti is satisfied so mm. uh, where is the happiness coming from is it your atmanandam or what is it where is it being generated it is not generated that is what the beauty is it is our swarupa oh astu when the vritti object obstructs it from being experienced whether it is a good desire or a bad desire when that obstructs we have as swabhavagani said a dichotomy or a uh, you know dvidiyatvam other than me there is something that feeling which comes is the one which is creating that vritti and that vritti is obstructing of actually that vritti is what is being observed not our nature by say yes, now that's true. that is what it is called niratishaya sukham so sukham anandam all these things are interchangeably used but we cannot draw a line say this is sukham this is anandam but anandam is normally when there is no atishayatva or ups and downs or comparative nature of sukham is called anandam but when it is having upper and i mean high and low beginning and end and all those things it is not anandam it is vaishika sukham depending upon the object the presence of the object or the absence of the object or the event incident will give the happiness or sorrow okay fine uh, so you mean to say a person a gnani does not have a vritti generation in his mind that it what it means gnani's vritti is about the swarupa he has a vritti okay. as far as as long as mind is there there will be a vritti ah right but it's for mokshananda or like for not vritti. mokshananda vasudeva sarvamithi okay or sarvam khalu idam brahma so he his vritti is in the established in the reality or the truth that i as an individual experiencing the world outside is not different from it and my experience of the world as separate and me as separate is due to a maya or you know what you call illusion created by my mind just as in the dream we create a world and we ourselves feel separated inside the dream as an experiencer and the objects the supreme paramatma or the paramananda para swarupa in the waking also creates a world hmm hmm yes and the paramatma is the one which is the objects as objects and as the individuals who is experiencing the objects both are that only right okay. so ayam prakriya maya upadi is a parama paramatma same thing when it comes to avidya in the jiva we feel the separatedness right but okay. as a creator he he knows both are not different from him ha huh. and when we use these words of english in english creator and created and all there is lot of you uh, know misunderstanding that can take place as somebody is there as sitting as a creator and creating no hmm it is the awareness itself creating the awareness differential awareness like the sea itself is creating the waves and the froth and the bubbles yeah. so, hmm. 
so as long as the mind is there, there is a vritti. That's what you meant to say, right? Yeah, so mind, as long as mind, that, see, my guru used to say that you can put off the fire only where there is fire, no? Okay, that's the Right? Mm, mm, mm. Yes. So, yes. the vritti which is the fire can be put out only where the vritti is there. That vritti, when you disassociate from the vritti and look at it as a sakshi, then even though it, it, it moves, it is like the mirage moving, you know it is not water. It does, you don't get enticed by it or you know, tempted to go towards that water for drinking or meeting your thirst. Mm-hmm. Same way, our vrittis will continue to happen, but you will be observing the vritti as that of mind, but not as of mind. Today we associate ourselves with the vritti, we become happy, unhappy, sorrow, and all the our association with that, even the deha, what you said about the, in the first class, about that, the feeling of the body with the skin level is because of the mind associating with the skin level, body level. But in the same time, when the mind is disassociated from the body level, in the dream, it can go to USA or China or Russia or any country without any problem. There is no identification with the skin level body, right? There also you have the experiences. So that is all, that is a Nidra Vritti. In the Jagrat Vritti, we have the intellect to disassociate it from our Vritti. That is where the Buddhi comes. So Chitta Vritti, Chitta Shuddhi or Buddhi Shuddhi, what we talk about in the Advaita requirement is mainly from that point of view that one who has sharpened his intellect can disassociate his own mind functioning with his intellect. It is just like watching your own thoughts, you know that when a thought is happening, you can stay away from your thought and observe your thought, how it is thought is moving. But in the normal sense what happens is we associate it with our thought and we, what the thought wants us to do, we do it. But at Jnani what happens is, he is all the time established in the intellect, looking at all thoughts at the same way, without any affection or hatred. Chitoshna Sukadukkeshu Samadukkham Right? Samadukkham Asma Kanchanaha All those things because of that only. That knowledge comes in and that knowledge is like the tenth man's explanation. The moment you hear it, you are the tenth man, there is nothing more to be done. But lot of people still have the misconception that even after studying Vedanta and Upanishads, you have to do lot of acrobatics of yogasana, meditation, all those things. But that all will give you certain discipline in life, no doubt about it, it's not futile. Every work, every action has got a benefit in its own way. So it is not that it is not good or bad. It has got its own merits and merits for doing it. But that is not what Advaita is talking about. Advaita is talking about using your Nididhyasana, Nishchidatma Buddhi to disassociate yourself from the fluctuating or thoughts which is 
taking you along with the desires into the world outside to engage with it. That is where the difference will come and once that knowledge is you are established like how you are a human being, how you are a male or a female, you don't have to remember all the 24 hours or the aching or anything. But whenever that is there as a what you call undercurrent in our existential reality, whatever happens on the top of the mind doesn't affect it anymore. Yes, yes, Mode, that answers my question. Okay. So, now this, we'll get into the second sloka, Avarokshana Bodhi Vai, Prochade Moksha Siddhaye, Sadbihi Eva Prayatnena Vikshaniya Muhu Muhu. Basically, this sloka is what Vidyarne Muni in his commentary has mentioned as Anubandha Chatushtayam. What is Anubandha Chatushtayam? For every Grandha, there are four limbs which are important for the Grandha to be called a beneficial Grandha. Basically, they are Vishayam, Adhikari, Sambandham and Prayojanam. That is, what is the subject it is dealing with? And for every subject, there is a basic qualification what is required for that subject to be understood. Like in our normal life also, whether physics or chemistry or biology, there has to be a certain level of quality of the adhikari of the student because of which we get admission. Otherwise, we are called admissions is not qualified. No? Same way, here also Vedanta also talks about the adhikaritvam and vishayatvam. What is the vishaya that, that this Grantha is going to talk about? What are the qualities required for the adhikari? Then what is the relation between the adhikari and some uh, vishaya? Suppose the adhikari is for music. He cannot be sitting in a zoology class. Right? So, there has to be a sambandha between the vishaya and the adhikari and what is the way the sambandha matters. And as in my first day lecture, prayojanam anudhishya namantovi pravartade. Without any fruitful effort, result, nobody is enticed to take up a study. So, what is the prayojanam for an adhikari for studying this vishaya? And how he can relate himself with the Vishaya is what is explained in the in this sloka. Indeed, those who are established in that truth, the immediate knowledge explained for those who want to attain self-realization by their own effort, should be scrutinized the statements of the Acharya again and again. Now, what does now, what from this class onwards, what I decided is that I'll do the Padachedam and make it available so that, you know, we, we can save time. Otherwise, it is dragging for long. So, I have made this as last class what we read, the Padachedam. I have done it. And in the next slide, we will go to the meanings first. Idani prekshavat pravartaye anubandha chatushtayam darshayan Swachakirsitam Pratijanite Aparokshaha Iti. 
Now here he is talking about the Anubandha Chatushtaya, the four-fold interconnected requirement for explaining what is Aparoksha. And for the sake who have taken this as a study, self-motivated, because nobody is forcing anybody to study this. Those who are interested, that is the beauty of Advaita. Advaita is not forced by our parents or our teachers or anybody for us to study that. It's our own interesting. So, in the as the, the Gita Sloka says, no? Tanman Prabhadgyate. So, those who have got the interest will reach to a right Advaita uh, learning process if he is really interested in it. The subject should be of enticing to him. Otherwise, there are so many people who are listening to so many other subjects and lectures. Some may be interested in politics, some may be in, uh, in, uh, in the warfare, some may be in music, some may be in dance and drama. Like that, different interests are there for people. These are all called Vaisran Vasanas. Vasanas are impressions which we have created over our, our own thought processes. Now here the why iti abhyayena vidvat anupamam pramanayati tat achayama yartaha. Here the why is a abhyaya patam. <coughs> By using that why patam, Dhyarnyamuni says that vidvat anupamam pramanayati. That is, an, a person who has already experienced or has achieved his goal is the one who is telling this. So he is authenticating by means and is achayamaha. Achayama means uh, is, is praising it. Pujyate, hmm? pujayate. This statement of Aparokshanabhuti. Vidvat anubhava prasiddhaya tat Tvamasyadi Mahavakya Sharvanaja Pratyagavinna Brahma Vishaya Anubhuti Akshana Indriyanam Param Atitam Na Bhavati Iti. Now, Vidvat Anubhava Prasiddhaya. Why is the Abhyayam Anubhava Pramanayati? Now, that Vidvat Anubhava Prasiddhaya Tvamasyadi Vakya Sharvanaja. Now, what, how does that, now Tvamasyadi and etc. The Mahavakyas from the Shastras have been proclaimed by Anubhavastha Siddh Sadbihi Munehe. So it is their Anubhava Vakyam which is being uh, proclaimed through the Upanishad Chandavat. So in that what is being told is being passed on by generations to generation by Acharyas who have pursued that path and also has vouched their own personal experiences as it is something possible to achieve. So their pramanam is aptavakyam for us. So only that pramana, if it is indriya pramanam, it is called pratisha, anumana, upamana, shabda. Now shabda pramanam is considered as one of the most acceptable pramanas for the Indian uh, philosophical system. Now, what is the Shabda Pramanam? It can be either a perceptor who has experienced which is explaining by Vitta Shastra as a Pramana or whatever he has said has written down or passed on to generations by 
people, but just because he wrote it, it doesn't become a pramana. If it has been passed on from generation to generation, somebody has vouched for it. Otherwise, so many things have been told by so many people. No? How come an Advaita philosophy, which even after almost 2000 years, is still able to make interesting and acceptable to people who have got sharper intellect is because of the fact that it has been proved that what is being taught in the Upanishads and the uh, Shastras is not something which uh, what you call paroksham akshanam bahi nasti it is something immediate and it can be experienced by anyone just as if somebody today tells about sushupti or the deep sleep any any anybody who has experienced sushupti will immediately be able to relate to his sushupti what the other man is telling as sushupti same way when the purvacharya said something about the tattvamasi that tattvamasi how it is true is logically explained and that when you are chittavritti comes to a what he calls a standstill or when you are able to see through the chittavritti as separate entity as a sakshi you are also able to experience same anubhuti or the ex uh, awareness what has been told in the Shastras. So, Brahma, Brahma Vishayam or Aparokshanabudhi is the first Vishayam or the of the text which we are going to deal with. Now, Aparoksham Indriyadishtanam Tattva Prakashatvyam Nitya Pratyaksha Swaprakasha Atma Tattvam. What is the Brahma, Brahma Vishaya? Aparoksham Indriyadishtanam. Aparoksham is not Paroksham. So it has to be Indriya Pradishtanam. Tattva Prakashabhyam. That the Indriya as well as the Tattva which is a Atma Jodhi or the self awareness within ourselves. Tabhyam. Nitya Pratyaksham. It is ever present. It is not something that, you know, uh, when you hear music, you hear the music. When you eat, you are eating, tasting the thing. So each indriya gives a different aspect. But it is uh, it's all object-oriented. But when it comes to subject or atma, there is never a period or a, never a moment in our life when we say that I am not. Ahamasmi sadabhami. I am there is always what is being experienced whether you know Sanskrit, whether you are an Indian or whether you are anybody in the world, everybody has the same feeling. So it is a Nitya Pratyaksha, Soprakasha Atma Tattva. That Soprakashata is very important word to be remembered in our way. That it is not a light from outside. Here the Prakashatum is not talking about a light. It is the enlightenment of our true nature through which our existence is always being realized by us. Aham Asmi is a Prakasha. Atma Prakasha. 
that I am the or I am is is the statement at which everything comes after that. As soon as we wake up from a deep sleep or in the deep sleep, the first thought what comes or the first experience what we have is ahamasmi. Then only anything else can come. That aham is not ahanda. So you should not confuse between ahanda and aham. Aham is the sorupatvam, whereas ahanda is the ego as a aspect of the mind when it says mama, aham mama, when it is identifying itself with something else. So that is not what is the aham. The aham asmi is the pure awareness that I am. That itself is the atmatattu. Tasya anabudi vritya aruda akhanda yadva aparoksha cha asau anabudi cha idi aparoksha anabudi. Now he is definitely now defining what is aparoksha anabudi. Tasya anabudi vritya. So that anabudi as a vritti in the intellect. Either anabudi per se is atmatattum, so prakashata. But Tasya vritti, when akhantata aruta, when it encompasses everything, that entirety, binding everything, aparoksha cha asau anabhudi, that is being experienced as aparoksha means pratyaksha. That is called aparoksha anabhudi. So it is the vritti of ahamasmi when you become aware of that, that is called aparokshanabhuti. We normally do not give importance to the fact that I am is the, the, the substratum on which my life, my objects of interaction, my experiences, everything is based on that ahamasmi, if I am not there, nothing is there, that's what happens in the sushupti, no? So that ahamasmi, when it becomes, when it is observed as a vritti in the intellect, then it becomes aparokshanabhuti. Vidya aparapadhyaya. Here the vidya, I didn't want to translate the word vidya, means vid nyapane, knowing. That itself is Brahma Sachatkara. Knowing that Vritti is what is called Brahma Sachatkara because Aham Asmi, as I told you, is the experience of everything in this world. So what I experience as Aham cannot be different from anybody else experience as Aham. Because when whenever we interact also unknowingly without any Brahmatnana or Atmatnana, when each one of us say, I, I came late or I had food or anything, there is an underlying I which is being taken for granted or not being separately discussed at all by each and every one of us. But when you don't identify that separatedness, you are in the confusion or what we call as delusion. That aham sharira, aham deha, you know, idam mama, all those thoughts are because of that aham is being identified by the body. 
but when you identify that as a vritti then that becomes a jnapanam vitnyanam or vidya with itself is called aparo brahma sakshatkaram tat sadana grandaha api upanishad chandavat aparokshanu bhuti shabdena उपचर्यते झटिति अवलोकमात्रेण एव उत्तम अधिकारिना ब्रह्म साक्षात्कार कारणम ग्रंथ विषया इत्यर्थ नाउ ही इज मेकिंग दैट फॉर द उत्तम अधिकारी नाउ ही इज ही विल डिफाइन अबाउट द अधिकारी सेपरेटली वेयर बट ब्रह्म साक्षात्कार कार कारणम ग्रंथ विषया इत्यर्थ सो द ग्रंथ विषया इज ब्रह्म साक्षात्कार और विद्या अपर पर्याय सो दपरोक्षाभूति ब्रह्म साक्षात्कार दिस् इज द ग्रंथ विषय अनेन निपरोक्ष ब्रह्म तत्व विशेष यशि स प्रोच्य प्रकर्षेण तशंका निराकरण निराकरणपूर्वक सिद्धांतरहस्य प्रदर्शन रूपेण उच्यते कथ्यता इत्यर्थ अस्मादी पूर्वाचार्य अर्थवत् अद्याहार नौ ही इज हियर आस्किंग टू अस्ट टू डू दध्याहार ऑफ पूर्वाचार्य कथित उच्चार्यन झंत उपनिषद वाक्या दैट नॉलेज वाट इज बीइंग ट्रांसफर्ड वॉज फ्रॉम द पूर्वाचार्य वाट इज निपरोक्ष ब्रह्म तत्व that vishesha 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 jnanam that is what is called prochyate prakarshena tattat and how does it do this ashanga nirakarana purvakam by totally removing the ashangas all the doubts i told you there are three types of ignorances one is not knowing it it is called atnyana knowing it as something else is called viparyaya and the third one is samshaya whether it is this or that ubhayakodi jnanam is something what is told so ashanka is can be in any of the three forms tasya nirakarana purvakam siddhanta rahasyasya prakashana rupena uchyate so the siddhanta is being explained by the purvacharya vachana chanta upanishad vat atma parokshanubhuti shabdena upachajyate झटिति अवलोकमात्रेण उत्तम अधिकारिणस्टेनियक्सापल झटिति अवलोकमात्रेण इफ यू आर रियली कॉन्सट्रेटिंग एंड अंडरस्टांडिंग द एक्सप्लेनेशन दट इज बीइंग गिवन इन द थिंग एंड इफ यू आर एन उत्तम अधिकारी देर कैनॉट बी टाइम डिफरेंस बिटवीन द वॉट यू हियर इन युअर इयर्स to what you are experiencing from that because ashanka niragarana purvakam because all sorts of ashanka is being removed by the by explanations in the text so that is what it is in the uh, in the first two aspects that is vishaya and adhikari manupraya i'll read the next this is better manupraya प्रयोजनम अनुदिश्य न मंदोपि प्रवर्तत आरंभणीय ग्रंथ इति आशंक्या प्रयोजनम आहा मोक्ष सिद्धयम इति 
eating. Now, as I told you, there has to be a fruit of any action. So why should I study the book? Even a Uttama Digari should ask and can ask the question, what is the benefit if I am studying this book? So, here he said, that is the famous Nyaya, Prayavajanam Anudishya Namandovi Pravartati. Because even the fools do not take up any action if there is no result to it. So, what is the Prayavajanam? Moksha Nama Swa Avidya Kalpida Anatma Dehaya Atmatva Abhimana Rupa Bandha Nivirti Dwara Swaswarupa Avasthanam Sasya Siddhi Prapti Tat Artham. Now, here they are using the word Moksha in the Dharanimuni. And what is Moksha? Swa Avidya Kalpida Anatma Dehaya. Because of the avidya, we are superimposing anatmatvam, anatma deham as atmatvam. Atmatva abhin, abhimana rupam. Because we get the abhimanatvam on the atma abhimanam on the anatma deham. Because of sa avidya kalpidam. Tadeva bandam. Tasya nivrti dwara. Swaswarupa avasthanam tasya siddhihi tasya siddhihi itarutya aparokshana bhoodi siddhihi pratihi tadartam. Now this is the prayojanam of the, uh, in the book what is there? Bandha nivrti. And bandha nivrti is what? Anatma deham atma iti manyate chet muhyande jandavaha. So that moham what is being created because I am the body, that is being that entanglement of the identification with the body as I am, that bandha nivrti is moksha. And while doing that, what happens is the swaswarupa avasthanam. Then we, at that time, what happens is when you detach yourself from that I am the body, there is still the I am. Where does that I am established? Swaswarupa avasthanam. That is the swarupa in which it is being explained, that time whatever the vritti of Atma is being explained, that is Aparokshanabhuji. Right? Anena sarvan artha nivritti dwara paramanandam avapti rupam prayojanam darshitam. Kim lakshana Aparokshanabhuji sadbihi sadhubihi nitya nitya vastu vivegadi sadhana chadushtaya sampannaihi mumukshubi ityartaha. Now here he is calling that Qualification is what is required for the uh, Adhikari. Sarvan artha nivrti dwara paramanandam avapti rubam prayojanam. Prayojanam is, we said, we read in the previous line. That is bandhakaranasya nivrti. Bandha nivrti eva is in. So, adhikasya how does it happen? Artha nivrti dwara paramanandam avapti rupam. That paramananda rupam is, is the vyapagatvam and that is being attained by that, uh, by that vritti, aham vritti, which is not with the deha, anatma deha. Kim lakshana aparokshana bhuti sadvihi sadvihi. Why does this lakshana, what are the lakshanas, what are required by the, this for the Abhirakshana Bodhi, the learned people, what do they say? 
नित्या नित्य वस्तु विवेकादि साधन चतुष्टय संपन्न ही मुमुक्षु भी सो मुमुक्षु there are four qualifications for an adhikari nitya nitya vastu vivekam what is nitya and what is anitya and vastu vivekam the vastus the objects including the sharira there is nitya and anitya so nitya anityam there is something which is nitya even in my three avasthas jagrat swapna sushupti there is something called nitya which is there that is why i am able to say that i slept i dreamt i i am awake i am awake so there is something nitya in all our experience from the childhood today till date we are able to say i am the one who was as a child i am the one who is an adult and i am the one who is an old man all those things there is something called nitya in all but at the same time there have been millions of anitya vastu in our in our life till date that viveka vivekam to knowledge what is nitya and what is anitya is called the vivekam now vivekam is in the normal sense is intelligence now the intelligence for this adhyatma vidya is nitya nitya vastu vivechanam tasya jnanam vivekam eva nitya nitya vastu vivekam that is one then mumukshutva that i need to get myself identified with the nitya vastu which i have been till now wrongly being identified as an anitya vastu the body which i had as a child is no more the body which i am holding today neither the house nor the location nor the food nor the air nor the water nothing has remained the same so every in the every in the every change in the eternal world of changing there is something which is changeless so to know that is what is called mumukshutvam bandha nivrutti because of the identification wrongful identification we get that bandhatvam with that anatmatvam now sadhana chadushtayam sampannai what there is one more thing is called shat shat samadamari shat sampatti vivekam vairagyam mumukshutvam nityanitya vastu vivekam these are the four sadhana chatushtayam which is required for a mumukshu eva shabdat anyai karma upasana adhikari bihi idi bhavah that is that the word he has used no eva eva shabda is saying that karma upasana adhikari bi for them also this is mandatory that they should have the sadhana chatushtaya sampatti you can continue to do your karma or upasana and all actions which you are doing as friends who follow the path of karma and upasana you can also be included provided you have the nitya nitya vastu vivekam mumukshutvam vairagyam and shavadamadi shatsampatti muhu muhu nairantarya dirga kala abhyasa prayatnena snana vikshadau api anadaram krutva ityartha so the muhur muhur means niran nairantar dirga kala abhyasam here the commentator vidyarnya munis nay that snana bikshati api anadaram krutva nairantarya dirga kala abhyasam yakkaroti saha eva mumukshu 
ನಿತ್ಯಾನಿತ್ಯ ವಸ್ತು ವಿವೇಕ ಸಂಪನ್ನ ಇದು ಅವಗಮನೀಯ ಸೊ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಟೇಕ್ ದಟ್ ನಾವು ದಿಸ್ ಸಾಧನಾ ಭಿಕ್ಷಾದವು ಈಸ್ ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ಸ್ನಾನ ಭಿಕ್ಷಾದವು ಈಸ್ ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಟೇಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಹೂ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟೇಕನ್ ಟು ಸನ್ಯಾಸ ಇನ್ ದ ಸನ್ಯಾಸ ಆಶ್ರಮ ಸೊ ದೇ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಸ್ನಾನ ಭಿಕ್ಷ ಬಟ್ ನೋ ಅದರ್ ಆಬ್ಲಿಗೇಟರಿ ಡ್ಯೂಟಿ ಲೈಕ್ ಅಗ್ನಿಹೋತ್ರ ನಿತ್ಯಕರ್ಮ ನಿತ್ಯಕರ್ಮಗಳು ನಿತ್ಯಕರ್ಮಾದಿಗ ಸೊ ಈವನ್ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಸೇ ದಟ್ ಈವನ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಹೂ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟೇಕನ್ ಟು ಸನ್ಯಾಸ ಸ್ನಾನ ಭಿಕ್ಷಾದವು ಅಪಿ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಸಾಧನ ಚತುಷ್ಟಯ ಸಂಪನ್ನ ಅಭಿತ್ ಮುಮುಕ್ಷುತ್ವಂ ಫಾರ್ ದಿಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ರೈಟ್ ವೀಕ್ಷಣೀಯ ಗುರುಮುಖಾತ್ ಅವಗತ್ಯ ವಿಚಾರಣೀಯ ಅನೇನ ಮುಮುಕ್ಷು ಅಧಿಕಾರಿ ದರ್ಶಿತ ಸೊ ಗುರುಮುಖಾತ್ ಅವಗತ್ಯ ಜ್ಞಾತ್ವ ವಿಚಾರಣೀಯ ಮುಹುಮುಹು ಎಗೇನ್ ಎಂಡ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ಬೈ ಅಧಿಕಾರಿ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಮುಮುಕ್ಷು understanding it from the words of the preceptor backwards shabda shabda pramanam is what we are now taking as a pramana here so shabda pramanam when it comes when it is gurumukat avagamya avagatya vikshaniya avatava vicharaniya by this gurumukat yat nirgatyate nirgamyate tasya vicharanam krutva ಮುಮುಕ್ಷು ಅಧಿಕಾರಿ ದರ್ಶಿತ ಅನೇನ ಅರ್ಥಾತ್ ಪೂರ್ವಕಾಂಡ ಉತ್ತರಕಾಂಡೋ ಸಾಧ್ಯ ಸಾಧನ ಭಾವ ಸಂಬಂಧ ಚರ್ಶಿತಿ ಬೋಧ್ಯ ನೌ ದ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸಾಧನ ಚತುಷ್ಟಯ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನ ಇನ್ ದ ಟಾರ್ಮಲ್ ಪಾರ್ಲೆನ್ಸ್ ವಿಷಯ ವಿಷಯ ಅಧಿಕಾರಿ ಸಂಬಂಧ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನ ನೌ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಹಿ ಹಸ್ ಟೋಲ್ ಸ್ಪೋಕನ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನ ಇನ್ ದ ಬಿಗಿನಿಂಗ್ the only one which is left out is the sambandha what is the sambandha purva uttara kandayo sadhya sadhana bhava so purva uttara kandam is here he is talking referring to the uh, mimamsa uttara mimamsa and purva mimamsa where one is <coughs> talking about the obligatory actions vidhi nishedam in the vedas and uttara kanda is talking about the adhyatma vidya so ಸಾಧ್ಯ ಸಾಧನ ಭಾವ ದಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಇನ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಟೂ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಷಿಯಲ್ ಆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಟೂ ಇನ್ ದ ಪೂರ್ವಕಾಂಡ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಇಸ್ ಸಾಧ್ಯ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಕ್ಷ ಸ್ವರ್ಗಕಾಮೋ ಯಜೇತ ಪುತ್ರಕಾಮೋ ಯಜೇತ ಆಲ್ ದೋಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ದ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ ಮೇ ಆರ್ ಮೇ ನಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ ವೆರ್ ಎಸ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ದ ಸಾಧ್ಯತ್ವಂ ಈಸ್ ಏನು ಗುರುಮುಖಾತ್ ಶ್ರವಣ ಮಾತ್ರೇಣ ಜಟಿತಿ ಅವಲೋಕಯತೆ ಮುಮುಕ್ಷುಭಿ ಸೊ ದೇ ಮುಮುಕ್ಷು ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ಫುಲ್ಲಿ ರೆಡಿ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಲಿಸನಿಂಗ್ ದಿಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಗುರುಮುಖಾತ್ ಹೀ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟಂಟ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಫ್ ಈ ಡಸನ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ದಟ್ ದೆನ್ ವೀಕ್ಷಣೀಯ ಮುಹು ಮುಹು ಹೀ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಥಿಂಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಎಗೇನ್ ಎಂಡ್ ಎಗೇನ್ ಬಟ್ ದ ಸಾಧನತ್ವಂ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ result is guaranteed by the because it is not talking about something paroksha sarga pashu uttradi which is not in your hands it is talking about your own very nature which is already occupied it, it is it is 
it is what you call what we call it as um, instant and already with us only thing is that we are not identifying with it that that is the so darsita bhavati idi bodhyam that is what is to be understood so in this shloka in the commentary both shankaracharya shloka as well as dharnamuni's uh, vakya is, is describing about the anubandha chatushtayam and adhikari sadhana chatushtayam which will be explained in the next next shloka so that we will anu the vichara that uh, sadhana chatushtayam we will be discussing in the subsequent shlokas but this is the what is the prayojana of this book this is what is the sambandha between the adhikari and the subject and what is the prayojana is that vaishika sugam jadavat asti so prakashata ahamasmi tattvamasyaadi vakyam this what we will realize it by studying this book now sarva varnashrama dharmena tapasa haritoshanat sadanancha bhavat bhavet pumsa vairyagaadi chatushtayam now he is the third shloka which is talking about it is that so varnashrama dharmena whatever is that ashrama dharma of that and tapasa haritoshanat by hariposhanat and the tapasa here the tapachana is vichaniya muhu muhu we have to analyze that that is the tapas here vairyagyadi chatushtaya sampannaha pumsaha bhavet he will achieve this that is what is in the third shloka which we will take it up in the next class any any doubt or any questions in this class or whatever we have told till now mahodaya yeah yeah um uh, can you just list down in the whatsapp group the four pramanas four sadhana chatushtayam and uh, three um uh, types of agnana viparya and uh, samshaya you have explained and then you have told right. uh, uh the basic terminology is important because that's where we get held up so uh, if you can just give a one liner about each in the whatsapp group that will really help us uh, when we go about in the text mahodaya yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can. I, I'll send. I'll send the, you know, yeah. the technical terms and their meanings in the WhatsApp. Okay. Yeah, that's what uh, I, I think. So, otherwise, it's it's clear for me. I don't have any such doubt as such. Okay. Lalita Bhagni, Chandu Mahadeva, Naina, Shobha, Chandni. not at this time mohodaya i'm going to study this again and if i have any questions uh, i'll ask in next class for sure please no question mohodaya no, no question yeah this is basically a a a a shloka which is talk, talking about what are the requirements and what is the text is all about and what is the relation that is to be maintained for this thing so into the in the technical terms these are all uh, what you call the preliminary requirements you told about 
sorry. Yeah, please go ahead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. One of the preliminary requirements is saying uh, Prayatanena, okay, which I see yeah. very frequently. It's not, not uh, easy, maybe, or easily you can eat it. Yeah, I think we have to keep trying further and further on that aspect. Yeah, because see, Anega Janma Siddha, Anega Janma Prapta, you know, we have been always identifying ourselves with the body and related to the body. Aham, Mama. But that Aham, which is what the Advaita talks about, is a different Aham, is what, it will not come from, a, I mean, I mean, unless you are a uh, Uttama Digari and uh, Jaditi you know you by listening itself for example in the Kadopinashat Nathiketa didn't have any time to repeat that the moment Yama explained it he understood the whole thing whereas in the Chantogya Upanishad Uddhalaka had to tell nine times to his son Shvetaketu Tattumasi Shvetaketu Chattumasi Shvetaketu giving nine different examples so even for a Uttama Adhagari like Shvetaketu, the father had to explain it in nine times with the nine different examples. So it's in the Upanishads itself, they are showing the difference between the caliber of the, each of the students. Yeah. Then you are. What was that? Yeah, uh, all the fours, Mahodaya, you said the four important points for Granda, four Sadhana Chatushtayam, four Pramanas and the four Anubhanda Chatushtayam. You have listed all these in the class today, so if you can detail them more, it will be nice, Mahodaya. Yeah, I'll send it in the WhatsApp. And three types of Pramanas also. Uh, I think three types of Agnanas. Yeah, that's also important. Yeah, Agnana is the three types. Yeah, all those uh, points which you can tell that. Nice. Mahodaya, uh, clarification on uh, the term Vritti. So, vrittis are what we create uh, every time we experience something or there is a thought and when there is a bigger impact, it becomes uh, a deeper uh, impression. So, the vrittis that we had in all the previous janmas, over time they become vasanas which we bring to this life and according to those vasanas we live and behave and experience. And again we are creating vrittis every day, every moment, and they become vasanas that we are adding to what we already have. So they can mm. be positive or negative vrittis that mm. become positive or negative vasanas. Is that a correct understanding? Partly yes, and partly there is something which you, which is, you need to correct it. Huh. One is that uh, Advaita doesn't talk about multiple lives. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the but in the text of Upanishad, they talk about Punarjanma, Agniradi Marja, Arteradi Marga, and all those things for the benefit of those who have not Uttamadikaris. Now, a person who has seen water in the mirage, how will you explain that? This water, what you see in a mirage, is not water. So, when a person who knows that also, he has to use the terminology, this water, what you see. Knowing very well that there is no water, he has to use the word, this water, what you see. Isn't it? Correct, correct. But for the purpose of our understanding in studying, uh, knowing the meaning of the word, Vritti, 
what what is the right vritti basically you we have to understand is that vritti is the agitation or thoughts which is happening in the mind to create a disturbance with which we don't see the mind which is at tranquility vritti okay. when it is totally subsided the only way which we know about it is in the sushupti when the vritti is not happening even the aham vritti is not there you don't even know that you are aham at that time hmm but those who are practicing deep meditation they observe the vrittis which is happening in the meditation by associating themselves as a sakshi to the vritti but not like how they do it in the sushupti tebyo vilakshana sakshi jagrat swapna sushupti shu vritti roopena yat vartate tebyo vilakshana sakshi so in the jagrat swapna sushupti vrittis are being seen by as a sakshi that sakshi association happens in the people in the people who are going into deep meditation samadhi that is nirvikalpa nirvikalpa samadhi not savikalpa savikalpa is the word that the, the, there is a the, there are seven stages of samadhi sapta bhumi they call it as sapta bhumi so i i don't know whether in towards the end of this book there is he is talking about samadhi and uh, meditation so that time we will discuss it in detail but basically to answer your question vritti vritti is there in waking as aham and mama everything is coming under that vritti in the dream there is a different type of vritti where that aham is different the mama and the my experiences are different there also vritti is there in the sushupti the vrittis are not there even not even aham vritti so when you say that the vasanas are created by the vrittis where does the vasana get created and where does it store if it is stored in the body body is perishable along with the body the vasanas also should go but if you say the no, no, the vasanas are carried being carried to the next life or the next janma where is the substratum or which on which substratum can this vasana be etched or impressed upon so that it can be carried on that question will come no Mm-hmm. so what happens is that advaita says that this experience of vritti and the jagat through the body in waking is only an experience it is not a life so every morning when you are waking up is as good as we are taking a new life because everything in the world has changed including yourself but we have a apparent continuity of things around uh, surrounding us so we don't call it as a life separately 
but if you scrutinize it in detail, the time has changed, the space has changed, the every every molecule on the around in and around us has changed. But it is just like that we feel the stationary earth we are walking on, even though it is rotating at 1840 kilometers per hour. We have an apparent feeling that it is steady and flat. Same way, the feeling that the life is the morning when we wake up, the life is continuing from the yesterday, is a similar illusion. But life has changed, our experience has changed, we as an individual with the body, if you are identifying with the body, the body has shred so many molecules of life out, living cells out and fresh new life cells have come. The world around us has moved through space so much of time, so much of space, we have nothing which is which we can relate to the time and space which from the time we slept yesterday to the time we woke up in today. But that illusion similar to the world is flat and we are able to walk on it on the day and night. All these things are the same illusion which is keeping me thinking or you thinking that yesterday and today is the continuity. Vikshaniya muhu muhu, if you, if you really scrutinize it, you will find that they have changed. This, to accept it, there is a vritti which is obstructing it, which is called atnyana, samshaya or vipadhyaya. That three, one of that is prohibiting us to accept the fact. Now that has to be removed by Jnana. Only Jnana can remove Atnyana. Just as darkness can be removed only by light. Atnyana is Jnanasya Abhava. Even though it has got three forms like Atnyana, Vipatya, Samshaya, that is the three, uh, thing. it is like the different tongues of the fire, Sapta, they call it a Kali Karali, there are seven tongues for a fire when it burns from the red to orange to bright, different colors come dark from dark onwards, Kali is dark, so that is when the smoke comes to that thing. Same way the mind also has three vrittis in the Atnyana, Atnyana Avastha, Samshaya, Atnyana, Samshaya, Vipadhyaya. Now this is because of the absence of the knowledge or Jnana Abhava. So, Jnanam when, hap- when it happens, the, all the three will vanish at the same time. It is not that Vipadhyaya will go and Atnyana and Samshya will still remain, no. Because what we are learning, we are, we are studying is about a Tattvam which, which is the, the only thing which is permanent in, in, in and around us. Nityam. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I I just wanted to be clear on the definition of that word. So, going forward, it will be. Yeah. Nitya, the vritti is basically the agitations in the mind. Hmm. Now, whether that creates a vasana or not and everything is depending upon what you believe in. Hmm. 
because i remembered uh, uh, reading something about this in vivekananda's book so but yeah, yeah uh, thank you for thank you for that no shobhana shobhagani you should understand that the each text is meant for a type of adhikari right so it will be different there yeah it will be different for example as i told you in the gita class each adhyaya is for a different adhikari what is told in the second adhikari as the second chapter is not what is being told in the sixth or seventh chapter is not what is going to be told in the 13th or 15th chapter true so each chapter has got a granda recommend status where the sub vishaya is there adhikari is there prayojana is given and sambandha is given for each of the chapter so same way if you read vivekananda book ramana maharshi's book or uh, upanishad bhagavad gita brahma sutra each one of them has got different adhikari requirement different sambandha between the vishaya and the, the, the adhikari and prayojana in in the advaita parlas upanishad brahma sutra and gita are talking about abhinnatvam advidiyatvam and abhinnatvam that jivaatma paramatma ekaha that is the prayojana that prayojana will come only when you 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 can start moving from one place only if you stop holding on to the you know thing which you are holding on that place suppose if you are holding on to the rail of a staircase you can't leave the staircase and move up no like that we have to de-identify with our vrittis that aham deha or idam mama all those things to aham paramanandam sakshi rupena idam sarvam janati sarva rupena janati so then what happens is that sarvam khalu idam brahma aham asmi and aham brahma asmi when it comes to becomes the total knowledge that brahman what is being shown which we call it as brahat where it is it is as different from me is not really different from me that and i are the same in essence apparently the water is different from the waves and the froth and the bubbles but they are all basically nothing but water then but then water you know, cannot experience it no uh, but we uh-huh. can experience it because we have the intellect only through buddhi we can understand that mahodaya uh, just excuse me i need to leave mahodaya yeah yeah we will stop now oh is it okay fine <laughs> yeah yeah om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 hari om shri gurubhyo namaha hari धन्यवाद हां